One hour down. Here's the second hour of The Crew on WRSU-FM New Brunswick. The Monday edition of The Crew live on 88.7 FM. Also online at WRSU.org. Christian Vasquez, Gideon Fox, they're with me. I'm Alice Carbonati alongside with them here for the Monday edition of The Crew. Guys, a new week, a new hour here. One hour down, one more to go. Let's talk about this football, the NFL. And how this week, week 10, comes to a close tonight. But this week, again, jam-packed like always. So many big games, big wins, all of that going forward. Let's start with uh, getting your take thus far on the week 10 NFL season. Yeah, look, I mean, as a Giants fan, it was a great week. I didn't have to you know, pull my hair out of my head watching the Giants <laughs> You relaxed. <play. laughs> yeah, it was actually kind of nice. My, it was a bye. <laughs> the one football game I watched this year, we or this, this week we won, so... That was nice. Um, Vegas, I'm assuming, or which game? No, I'm saying the Rutgers game. Oh, oh the Rutgers, okay. Yeah, I actually didn't watch too much football yesterday. I was driving back from Puxatawney, Pennsylvania. Really? Um, yeah, so I was occupied for most of the day. Puxatawney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Um, but first of all, I mean, one thing that stuck out to me is Trayvon Diggs with another interception, yep. and that brings back the conversation of Trayvon Diggs. And I will say it, and I, this is not divisional bias, He's not that great. I agree with you. Yeah, I don't think so. I agree with you. Like, sure, he's getting all these interceptions, but if you probably look at his yardage, come like when he's against other receivers, he's giving up a lot of yards. It's yard. one of the worst in the league. Yeah, it's one of the worst in the uh-huh. league. Sure, he's getting an interception, but like he used to be a wide receiver. He knows what's coming to him. Right. He was going to be a wide receiver before Saban told him not to be. So he knows exactly what's coming to him. I'll be honest with you. But I thought you you, you were going to say he was the best corner in the game, and I, I almost lost my mind. I'm not I sure. almost I'm, lost my mind. People are just going crazy over his interceptions. Like, yeah, I'm in group chest. They're like, oh, Diggs, the defensive player of the year. I don't want to hear A lot it. of them are bad are throws. You, are you out of your mind? I'll, Look I'll, at his other stats. Sure, he might oh, sure. make the interception record. He's at nine. The record is 14. Uh-huh. Surely he could get that by week seven. If he has to get five more, six more, sure. to to get that, but his he's you know the defense between it is like crazy. Most of them have been bad throws against bad teams, Eagles, Falcons. Like I mean, they they've not been the prettiest throws. But I mean, Gideon, I agree. I think he's overhyped. That's for sure. That is definitely for sure. But they did win pretty handily versus Atlanta uh, yesterday. That that was a big win for them. It's yeah, Dallas but I mean, division. it's Atlanta. Like, no, I know, I know. I yeah, know. of course, I think it is Dallas's division. And I'm a Giants fan. I, it is Dallas's division. Sure, no, it is. But I mean, I don't think the win yesterday says too much. Like, yeah, okay, we know you have a good offense. We know Dak Prescott's playing like he was never injured. That's true. Um, and it's not just like they're a good team. Dak stat line yesterday: twenty-four for thirty-one with almost three hundred yards. They're not as good no as people make them, though. They're not as good uh, as people make them. I don't, you're saying the, the team in general or just Dak? To be honest with you, I would say the team. Look, Dak. Dak has proven a Coming lot. Coming off an injury, Dak has proven good. a lot. Yes, I, I. That's that's a huge point. I agree with no, you. No, you're right. Christian. That's true. Especially with the injury he had, it's not like he had turf toe for a couple weeks. I no. mean, he broke his leg. Yeah, so and, and his leg last year, and he's come back. He'll be. He'll win comeback player of the year. Most Absolutely. Likely. Absolutely. Last year he was on a tear. Before he was, uh-huh. pro- he was going Duh. off last Dak, year. Dak. Dak has reinstated who he is. Yeah, how he, good he really they is. They showed here. Earned that money that they paid him, and you know Dallas loves him for how he's last year. He probably would have been high MVP candidate if you kept playing the way he was. Unfortunately, you know had that leg injury that takes a toll on you, and a lot of people don't come back strong at at all from that. And Dallas is still a team that could go out there and you know play with the best. But their defense is not that yeah. Their good. defense their is defense not that is not that good. It's not that good of a defense. D- look, Diggs Atlanta is terrible. Him. So that's a different story. All the best to him. Great look. Eight picks, nine picks, whatever it is. That's awesome. Good for you, man. That's fantastic. But when you look at the 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 other pieces, they they don't connect the pieces together for Dallas. That that defense. That defense has especially the past few years has been horrendous. And they're letting up a lot of points. Yeah. They are. No, you're right. They are. And Atlanta's Atlanta, what do you expect? But I mean I agree with you. Against I want to see how they are against the Chiefs religion. next year. Uh, next week, excuse me. With how many points they allow defensively? Mm. Thirty to the Broncos. Yep. Yeah, thirty to the Broncos, to the Giants. They allow twenty-nine 20, to New Twenty-eight England. to the Panthers with Sam Darnold at the time. Yep. You know, tw- thirty-one to the Bucks in the first game. Yep. Yeah, pretty high number. Twenty-nine, 29 to, to New Patriots. England. Yeah, to New England. 
And in that game, Diggs got burned on the he did. last touchdown by, for the, by the Patriots. Yep. That was he. The I don't even know what happened there between the two of them, but that the who it was his man. But the I don't know. There was like a safety switch or something like that, and he got burned. Both of them, regardless of who, it's just the defense got destroyed there. You mentioned they're playing Kansas City. They're at home. And Patrick Mahomes was electric last night. Mahomes, look, he's been inconsistent. Say whatever you want. But when he's coming off a game where he threw over 400 yards and five touchdowns, especially when he's going back home to play Dallas or any team, you know the man's going to be stoked to play this this upcoming week. This def- Look, bo- both defenses are, for both teams are horrible. It's going to be a shootout pretty much regardless. I- I can see it being 35-29 or 40-35 or 42-35 or whatever. It's going to be a high-scoring game. And Dallas's defense, just, just like Kansas City's, will both fold uh, ne- uh, this upcoming week. But I just think, I mean, again, good offense, good weapons, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Zeke had a good game yesterday. Offensive line has always been solid and productive. But when you're playing Mahomes, that defense is going to struggle. That defense is, is it's a yeah struggle. they're going to struggle and the Chiefs defense is going to probably oh struggle absolutely as well, well again it's 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 going to be a shootout expect the the Chiefs offense has been saving them even though Mahomes has thrown a lot of picks I mean, he this has year. he has but because defense is now know what to expect they still score forty one points yeah, yeah. yeah I would don't s- expect him you don't know if he's going to have a bad the like yesterday it's an example I had I was playing against Mahomes in fantasy I was up by thirty points oh golly thirty points and I'm like oh. Hasn't been playing as well. I should be fine, and because the he was rejected, maybe like I don't know, twenty three or something like sure. that. He's had eighty five points in the league, and what? I lost by fifty. <laughs> <laughs> what kind Wait, of league what? is yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know, put up eighty five points. The most in the what? league was Tom Brady, like one of those weeks when he had like five touchdowns or something like that. Four hundred. Wow. Yards. So how much is a touchdown worth in your league? Twenty points. <laughs> it, it also depends on the yardage of it. Oh, I don't know what they oh, okay. did, and he was throwing bombs yesterday. So Mahomes got me in that way, but and he could play like that any week. What he had five touchdowns yesterday, maybe like yep. four hundred yards, four or six. That's just insane. It came out of nowhere because they've been struggling past yep. weeks. They almost lost to the Packers with Jordan Love, and the defense still, our defense still played well in that game. Yeah, so no, it's right. just that they had. They're such a weird team. I don't. I don't think they'll be strong in the playoffs. They'll probably make it just because. They can win a majority of the games that they play, but in the once they're in the playoffs against the teams that are actually you know formidable opponents, they're gonna they're gonna struggle. Do you think they have a legit chance at the AFC West crown? Uh, possibly. Possibly. Let's see that. The it might be between the, them and the Chargers. I think I think they'll be a wild card I, this year, I, and I don't think I they've agree. ever played from that wild card position really with their power right. that they're at now. Have been in the past years, it's I, always been from the top. Right, I agree with you, especially since the Chargers have the Chiefs' number this year, number one, and Los An- Angeles's defense is much stronger than Kansas City's by a mile. Mahom- yeah. And also, you, know, I mean, Mahomes the entire year has been hit or miss. It's surprising, but he's been hit or miss this year. He still throws a bajillion yards, but he'll he throw like two picks in the game. Yep, yep, That's which true. that'll keep the other team in. Which I think is a, is a combination of his athleticism and teams figuring out, you know, what he does. Right. And also him just not being a textbook quarterback. Right. Like, he's still, he's an athletic freak. He has a fantastic arm. Sure. He's a good quarterback. But when you, you can't just drop back in the pocket a couple steps, throw that, a 10-yard ten, ten pass, he just Super doesn't Bowl do that. loss, I think, set him off still. That Super Bowl loss has still set him off. Also, the fact that the offensive line has been ant this year. They also just traded away his top lineman. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Tavert, the doctor, the Canadian doctor. Mm-hmm. They, they 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 traded him away. So, Mahomes didn't have that offensive line during last year's Super Bowl number one. Number two, you trade away his top lineman. He lost a whole bunch of other other linemen too in the off season. And the fact that you know he's been having to I I guess plan a on the fly in a certain way like he did in last year's Super Bowl game. Man, he still he awful. still he still ha- hasn't recovered. He still do- doesn't have the offensive lineman yeah. system he had for the past 2 years. Yeah, not that that Super Bowl always stings because uh, I feel like, you know, the Packers almost won that game against the Bucks, Please but if they go they go into that Super Bowl, they win they, that game. Oh, absolutely. They they, they I think they most Kansas teams City. would have beat the Chiefs. Chiefs that they looked awful. Absolutely. That anyone could have ran through that line. I could have ran through that line. 
I think. Absolutely. I agree. I but mean, anybody, everybody on the Chiefs looked awful except for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, except yeah. Mahomes. He was running around getting great. hit, still making throws, but everyone else Bucker was... Bucker looked good. He, he, made, he made all three free oh, goals. Oh, yeah, he made all, <laughs> <laughs> he made, made all three field goals. Yeah. <laughs> you should never know the kicker's field goal stats. That's, I agree. That's just a sign. It's so weird. He shouldn't when, be the only one with any points on when, this one. When Bucker, yeah, exactly. When, when Bucker got the first field goal, it was 3 nothing early in that game, right? I had a weird feeling Kansas City was going to lose. Here's why. The year prior, San Francisco scored the first three points of the game, and they lost by, what, 10? I think it was 11. 10, yeah. Around like that, yeah. 11 points. So I had a strange feeling deja vu was going to happen. It was a 22-point difference this time, though. Doubled than what it was uh, the year prior. But, um, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it really says a lot. But the fact that the Chiefs are just so hit or miss, they're so inconsistent, they... They play great one game, they get blown out, or, or they don't play good at all the next game. It's really, really hit or miss. And the fact that, you know, Mahomes has not been the same Mahomes we've been seeing for the past two, three years, it says a lot. But they do have a shot for that division still because Denver has struggled. The Raiders have struggled, of course. L.A. is 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 the best team in that division. They've had a few tough losses here, here and there this year. Yeah, they're a strong team even with their no, losses no, no. as well. No, they are for sure. But Kansas City is still in the mix. It's 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 so wide open. It it's more wide open than people think, especially when entering this year. It was so you know really hands down Kansas City. But all of a sudden the Chargers make it more competitive. The Raiders make it more competitive. Denver even to a certain extent made it competitive for a short period of time. That division is so wide Everyone open. Everyone in the AFC yeah. is like, no, it is a lot. There's so many teams that are like 500 or just there. Yeah. That anyone could make that Buffalo. Walker spot. But it goes from on here on ESPN. Uh, the, the Chargers are 5-4 and four in the wild card spot currently. They, they were on the bye this week. Wow. Every, under that is Vegas at 5-4, and four, Bengals 5-4, and four, the Colts 5-5, five and five, Cleveland 5-5, five and five, and Denver 5-5. Five and five. What's Baltimore? 6-4? Six, six, six yeah, Baltimore 6-3. 6-3. Six and, three. Six, six and three. So everyone is, yeah, 6-3, six 6-4, and, three, six and four, all the top teams, and 5-3. and three, Five, three, and one Pittsburgh. Everyone there is within like one game from moving up a whole spot, essentially. What's Tennessee's record? The seven. Tennessee's eight and two. Eight and two. Eight and two. So and then the NFC is pretty much pretty farther off. That's the strongest, stronger conference. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. By a mile, for sure. I think the Super Bowl winning team is out of the NFC this year. Everyone just looks completely stronger this year. Everyone, there's two eight and two teams. The seven and two team. Six and three, seven and two Rams yeah. who are the fifth seed out because the Cardinals are eight and two. Yeah, that's one. Without Kyler Murray too. Yeah, without Kyler without Murray Kyler with right Colt now. McCoy in it. Colt McCoy. Yeah, it's the year of the backup quarterbacks. It is so many this year. Although with Cam Newton coming back, Cam Newton coming back, I think he he's going to be Carolina's saving grace this season. Yeah, they can make that final spot. That. They're right now they're in in this final spot. Yeah, at five and five. The Bucks have that division. That's for sure. They've got it in the bag. I think, and even though they've had some tough losses, they lost to Washington looked, yesterday. Their defense has looked really bad. <clears throat> they had they, they've they, gone down. So yeah, last year, their defense was their saving grace absolutely for the whole season. And then they, what's it like week ten? They or week eight? Like halfway through the season, they decided to switch up their offense and they started r- rolling through people and they rolled all the way to the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, but their and their defense was good the whole year. This year, the who knows what's happening with the defensive backs. Brady, did, Brady did not look good yesterday either. Yeah, I mean, Brady two touchdowns, but yesterday. two picks too. Yeah, was, Brady did not in the first in the first quarter. Yeah, all that first quarter as well. I mean, I, I mean. They'll still win that division. Yeah, they'll win the division. But Carolina with Cam Newton back there, and and even the Saints have a shot at it too. But yeah, with I, Simeon, yeah. I think Carolina is more realistic, especially with Cam Newton back in the situation. Cam Newton back as as the quarterback. And to be honest with you, if Cam Newton can get them to the playoffs and make them competitive again and give them a shot at, I'm I'm not saying the Super Bowl, but give them a decent run in the playoffs. I can see Cam Newton staying there and Sam Darnold saying bye bye. It's possible. Yeah. It's 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 possible. So then, what happens to Sam Darnold? I mean, you have that's a great question. You I finally, I've liked what I've seen from Sam Darnold so far. I think, yeah, but the I best, think the bar was pretty low when it comes to expectations. You aren't sure. expecting, you know, an Aaron yeah. Rodgers type season from no, Sam Darnold. Not. But you know, it's it you, looks like you just, expect it better than what it is right now, though. Okay, yeah, fine, but I, you know. It's what happens to him. Let's say Cam Newton is is the future of Carolina. Sure. The He's back. Future again, yeah, maybe we're again, back to right. the future again. <laughs> um, 
what happens to Sam Darnold? I mean, he, I it looks you. like things are finally coming together for him. It looks like in the first three weeks, the and then right that that loss to Dallas set him off. So then maybe that's maybe that's end of the road. Maybe he's gonna find some. I don't know. Maybe he's gonna find a role in some other team. But I don't know. That that's another interesting story. Oh, it is. Story it line. is. Well, and also the fact the Giants game was horrend- was horrific. That Giants game was horrible for Carolina. They won. They, they lost twenty five to three. Or it was great for New York. Oh no, no, it was great for you. <laughs> Absolutely, Gideon. You, you, you were having a grand old time. And they play the Bucks. If the Giants manage to beat the Bucks, there they'll be. What's it? Four and six, and close to that wild card spot in the which NFC. Is crazy. Which is yeah, that, that is for wild. the Giants. That's crazy because they in uh, the they would almost in their last three games they're two and one, and they almost beat the Chiefs in the one week. So relatively, and they almost they almost beat Washington in week two. They lost by one, lost by one score against the Falcons, and lost by one score to the Chiefs. Wow! And the one score to the Saints is no, they won by to the Saints. Yeah, but in they, overtime. Yeah, they they could. Have, they're better than their records says. I think they've had three close games against. They know, should have been in Kansas City. They should have been in Kansas City. They blew it. Ah, I mean, they blew it. Yeah, they blew I, it. I mean, going into that game, you were not expecting that score to. But I, I know you, you were can't up expect that. Three seconds into the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, of course. And, I mean, and you had the momentum and the lead. Based off what happened in the game, yeah, sure, we could have won that one. But you know, it's like it's like Rutgers. You look at you know, sure, Northwestern was probably circled on people's schedules as a dub. Sure, yeah, but Rutgers just looked like No, I know. Oh my golly. So it's, we could have already been at six, <laughs> right? Uh, imagine, <laughs> yeah. but it's like <laughs> we could have been uh, over five hundred, seven and five, probably about. We would just be playing for for funds now. Yeah, yeah for, for funds, funds absolutely. Um, absolutely. But I mean, it, it's the same thing where it's like, you know, would you rather get blown out by the Chiefs or lose by three to the Chiefs? Like, it's, yeah, you know, it, it it was yeah, sure, it didn't. It was awful to watch the end of that game. Mm-hmm. It was having so much fun the first three quarters. But I, look, I think the Giants, like, they're on the cusp of something. No, they are. They're not on the cusp of of. Being the divisional winner every single year, they're on the cusp of getting back to where they could be. And so, I think, do you think they keep Daniel Jones? Yes, a- okay. absolutely. With okay. the way things are going this year, one hundred percent. Okay, it's not a great quarterback yeah, draft class. Yeah, he's not looking terrible. Which for Daniel Jones is is means he's fantastic. Right. Um, but it's not a good quarterback draft class. No. I think the Giants keep Daniel Jones. I would like to keep Daniel Jones. Okay. Um, sure, there were points for the last two years that I was you know, should get rid of this guy, but you know, it's not his fault that he. Had, no O line still doesn't have the greatest O line, right? But he doesn't have a great running back. Saquon's been hurt, right? That's true, which happens a lot, unfortunately. That's a problem. But mm-hmm. finally, he has receivers, so he does. Why not? Although Galladay's been consistently hurt, though. That's the problem. E- but even without Galladay, he's 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 been not bad. Yeah, not which, great, but yeah, I, I would say that. I I would say he's he's better than Sam Donald right now. That's I, for sure. I'd agree with that. And Absolutely. I think it takes players, it, if you take a couple years to develop, that's fine. Especially a position like quarterback. I mean, uh-huh. quarter, good quarterbacks will play 15, 16 years. Like, right. Let it, let him stay a little bit. But give him, give, like, he's just, he's getting there. Going back to Darnold, if Cam can win with this team again, if Cam comes, can solidify himself as that starter and get them to the playoffs and make a possible run, I think Sam Darnold's out. I think he's out. And where he goes, couldn't tell you. Maybe Pittsburgh, because Big Ben towards the end, possibly. But, again, maybe, possibly, nothing guaranteed. But I the the fact that Sam Darnold, again, started strong and folded before he got injured, and that Cam Newton came in, and Cam Newton's, again, it's, it's only one game. But if Cam can keep it going, if Cam can build off that win versus Arizona, I think it'll, it will say a lot about what Cam is what he can do, how he's returned, and how he can win back that job in Carolina. What they did to him the the first go around when he left was wrong. What I like about this is that they gave him a, a, a second chance after dissing him on the way way out the first time. It's a great turnaround. Yeah, I th- look. Yeah, sure. It's- they dissed him. They dissed him badly when he left. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't—he wasn't giving one. I mean, sure, I agree with that. You know, didn't do the way that they should have, but he was not giving them what they were expecting. From no, him. no, sure. He had a significant course. drop off in his. Oh, production. absolutely. But this is a guy who won you an MVP, who won, who who got you to the Super Bowl. They might have lost, but he got you to the Super Bowl. He won fifteen to one with the team. He won the MVP. He, he 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 was remarkable that season. And again, even though they lost, he got you to the game. 
when you do what when he does that, and say what you want about Cam Newton, he's the greatest Panthers quarterback ever. I think so. Absolutely, he's got to be the greatest pa- Panthers quarterback ever. And the fact that the way the way you dissed him on the way out was just wrong. It was just absolutely wrong. You 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 just kicked him off the street, kicked him to the curb, and just moved on. That was it. That that was just awful, disrespectful. But they can make up for it. One by keeping Cam, especially if he plays great. And two, if they keep Cam, they make him that solidified starter again, and they move on from Sam Darnold. That's how they can repay Cam. They've done enough by bringing him back and giving him the chance to play. It's a second thing to do. Let's say he's able to continually win, build this team into competition once more, and possibly make a possible possibly make a run in the playoffs. Again, nothing Super Bowl-related. They won't get to the NFC Championship game. If they can make a divisional or make it really competitive and and interesting in in the wild card race and even possibly win the wild card game, that would be enough to keep Cam Newton and move on on from Sam Sam Darnold, I would think, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they were had so much invested in Sam no, Darnold. It's not like he was ever built as a quarterback of the future. He was the guy to hold the job for right. now. For mm-hmm. now, and again, he started strong, but he but he fizzled out. That's the problem. And again, you bring in Cam, you give him some to work with. He can, I think Cam can do it. This is this is Cam's moment to shine, and it's Cam's moment to turn his career around, turn the clock back, and to really thrive with uh, the Panthers and really you know do something magical again with this team. Maybe again, not now. They're 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 not going to win now. They're in no position to win a championship. They're in, they're in position to make a, a a a playoff race and a and, and a playoff push and actually be in the wild card and win a possible wild card game. That that that's for sure, absolutely. But I think you know, again, we'll see where it goes. But I think it's really really intriguing that that he's back in the league and that Cam Newton's back, especially you know in the place where he started where he won an MVP, and where he took a team to a championship Super Bowl game and also won them the NFC Championship. It's just a lot right there. And it's really incredible how he's back. He's given the second chance, and he's flying in one game already. We'll see where it goes, but it's 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 really great for Cam. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, what a start. He it started is. off so well. It was awesome. It was fantastic. Like, you know, he was ready for that. He no, was just he waiting was. that opportunity. He was ready for it, man. And he, score, he, he scores on the first touchdown, takes off the helmet, I'm back. He's back, all right. He's back with Carolina, that's for sure. And yeah, he played great. He played fantastic. And look, I again, we 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 talked earlier about the Bucks. They'll win the division, I think so for sure. But if they keep if they have some mishaps and some slip ups continuing to happen, don't be surprised if Carolina somehow somehow gets in there as that division winner, possibly. I'm not guaranteeing anything. I'm not calling anything. But if Brady continues to play the way he did this past weekend and Tampa's defense continues to struggle, that can be a really you know surprising turnaround for a team that started 3-0, and went down the tubes with Sam Darnold, brought in Cam Newton, and turned things around possibly. You know, we'll see where it goes, of course. But that would not be, not be surprising uh, at all. We'll take a break. That was a nice long segment of football. But after that... We'll come back for some more sports talk. We have the crew here on Monday, the Monday crew of WRSU, a new day, a new crew, a new week, a new show, and, of course, some new topics and same topics that we talk about all the time here on the Monday crew. We'll be right back after this break on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. One half hour left to go. One half hour left to go here on the Monday crew of WRSU. Live on 88.7 FM, also online at WRSU.org. Gideon Foss, Christian Vasquez, those guys are with me. I'm Alice Carbonati alongside with them here on the crew. New week, new show, new day, another topic. NBA, let, let's talk about that. And we're about about a month in, actually, guys, of the new NBA year. Of course, the Bucks, defending champions, they're struggling a bit this year to kick off the new year. The Hawks have been struggling a bit. The Suns, who lost in the final, they're 9-3 and to begin the new season. But the top two teams right now, I tell you, it's been the Warriors and the Bulls. It's been absolutely incredible. Two teams in the last 
20 so 20 odd years you know who have had dynasties who have had championship caliber teams championship caliber players and teams who have been able to win at such high factors of course Jordan Pippen Rodman Phil Jackson the bench boss winning those six championships in the 90s back-to-back three peats the Warriors in in the in the uh, mid 2010s you know Steph Curry Draymond Green Clay Thompson Kevin Durant for two years they won three championships you know Steve Kerr as the bench boss who also played for the Bulls back in the 90s those two teams have had great storylines and great dynasties over the past 20 odd years or so and right now in this new season they're the, they're the top two teams um, in the power rankings as of today November 15 2021 Warriors are 11 and two the Bulls are nine and four in the almost one-month new season in the NBA. Guys, your thoughts on that? Yeah, they they look good, and I, from what I've heard, I haven't followed closely to the Bulls specifically, but I've heard, you know, they've made some, and you see from online, they've made some defensive plays that lead right into great offense. Absolutely. The, the other day I just saw it was a steal from Alex Caruso headed over to uh, Alonzo. Alonzo Ball went right into his hands, and he, through the whole pass full court to Zach Levine for a windmill dunk. That's, you know, just easy, easy offense there when your defense is hitting. Right now, they're the num- number one and two team. Golden State just looks out of their mind. Curry's Curry, playing man. crazy. Unbelievable. He's just became, this past week, became the all time leading uh, three point shooter in the league, passing Ray Allen. So he's just, you know, cementing his legacy. They look great. They're 11 and two so far. They, and they have a lot of young players as well. Jonathan Kaminga was looking nice on defense for them recently mm-hmm. as well, and he's just come off of injury not too long ago, so they're looking real good. Absolutely. I mean, again, it's been it's been remarkable. And Golden State losing Clay Thompson last year, Steph Curry carried the team on on his back this uh, you know last season to get them in the play-in to, to begin with. Curry putting up 30, 40 points a night, playing fantastic. This year he's been absolutely incredible. He is still keeping it up. Clay Thompson's back. You know, the whole shebang has been great for Golden State. But Chicago, I mean, again, they they spent money. They were willing to spend the money and give Zach Levine a team to work with. Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, a Laker favorite who went to the Windy City. You know, they're, they're really working it. And, again, I've said this a bit, but the reason why I think they did it because they realized the Bucks, who, of course, are in their same division in the, in the Central Division, they realized if they spend money on players to put them in the right situation, they can go on and win championships. They can be a championship-caliber championship team. That's what they did last year in Milwaukee. That's how they won the finals in six over Phoenix. Chicago saw the same exact thing. They, they, they've spent money. They brought in DeRozan, Caruso, Lonzo, Zach Levine is still rocking and rolling. They brought in pieces to work with. And doing that made the Bulls realize that they can be the Bucks of this year, possibly, or they can at least compete at that same level for a championship. They can definitely stay in the mix and not be a team that, that is just there or towards the bottom. They can be a team that can compete right now and continue to compete if you put money in the right situation. Yeah, and I mean, I think... You know, going into the season, you're expecting the Bucks to have a great year. And correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I know the Bulls spent a lot over the offseason, but it's not like a lot of the their players they had last year, right? The Bulls are like a somewhat new, newly formed team. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, you 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 had Zach Levine, you had folks like that, but again, they 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 spent the money on bringing in scorers, bringing in big guys like like Russo, bringing in scorers like Lonzo and Demar Derozan, giving something gi- giving something for Zach Le- uh, Zach Levine to work with, pretty much. And again, the fact that you know when when you see this Bulls team, even last year, not a great team. V- Vucevic has been also great as that centerpiece. They brought in lots of depth for this team, really, and they know that if they put money in the situation, they can compete, and they can put themselves in a position to compete in the playoffs and compete for a championship. Milwaukee did the same thing pretty much last year and last year's offseason by 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 signing Drew Holiday, by signing Bobby Portis, by bringing in those type of players, and and, and also having Giannis and Chris Milton elevate their game to the highest le- le- level possible. They might have won last year. Milwaukee, though, is 11th right now in the Eastern Conference. So right now they wouldn't even be in a possible play-in game. They just miss out. So as of right now, the defending champs are not doing so hot to kick off the year. 
But the Bulls, their rivals, divisions, uh, Central Division rivals, have been playing fantastic. And I think they kept a close eye on what Milwaukee did. They implemented, implemented the same exact thing this year. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, we're, we're still early in the season. No, of course, it's still early. But I think we're, we're starting to get to the point where you start seeing some lasting trends. You start figuring out, you know, who's a good team this year, like the Wizards. Yeah. I mean, look at the Wizards compared this year to last year. Absolutely. Yeah, much better. Nine and three start, sitting on top of the Eastern Conference, ahead of the Nets, Bulls, ahead of the Heat. I mean, what a start for them. Absolutely. Yeah, well, they're they're number four right now in the, uh, the power rankings. But, I mean, again, by one game, they're better. I think Chicago's more well well equipped, and they've been more well equipped to to kick off the year, and they've been they're 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 built much better to make a run compared to the Wizards. Bradley Beal having a good year. Kyle Kuzma's been doing his thing, sure, but I think when when you look at it a, as a whole, um, you know, I would rather side with Chicago right now because Chicago has had had put money into in into the situation to put them in the scenario they're in right now. Washington's not was not expected to be put in the situation right now that they're at. Also, Washington is not guaranteed to have this lead or have this you know success last the entire season. They could be great in this first month and they could fold by December or January. Who knows? But with the Bulls, they they put in the money, the resources, and the players to to actually keep them going and to be competitive the entire season long. Washington really hasn't done that. So I mean, again, we'll see. It's 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 really early, and. I'm, I'm I'm looking on Twitter right now, actually, and it's so funny. And there's this uh, page, um, uh, excuse me, uh, television station in Cleveland, News Five Cleveland, right? Kyle Kuzma, the headline under it, won an NBA championship thanks to LeBron James. I kid you not. That's the headline on uh, on, on Twitter, and Kyle Kuzma re, re, re retweeted it. Said, City of Cleveland, we have something in common. Nice to meet you too. So, really, re- <laughs> really, you know, trying tr- tr- to put out some drama there, put out some, you know, funny tweets or something like that. It was really interesting to see that and how Kuzma, he won, he won an NBA championship thanks to LeBron. Kuzma re- uh, responds saying that he and the City of Cleveland have something in common because, of course, if it wasn't for LeBron James, they wouldn't have won that championship. And without LeBron James, of course, you see where the Cavs have gone. So it's really, really intriguing to see that. But I mean, again, there's just so much going on early on in the you know new NBA year. When it comes to these teams, again, you know the Lakers, they, you know they they've been okay. They've been very shaky a bit. They 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 had a really tough loss uh, to the Timberwolves recently. That was really bad for the Lakers and and for LeBron James. You know you you have some teams like Golden State and and Chicago really starting strong. You have teams like the Lakers who have been eh or not that great. So, you know, focusing a bit more on L.A., you know, that tough loss to the Tims really hurt them. And it really said a lot about, you know, where they could be at early on this year. Both of they've had two really tough losses to, to the Thunder uh, this season. You know, so when, it, when when you look at that, it's been that as well for the Lakers. But also teams like Utah, they've been starting off strong again. Could they keep it up possibly? Yeah, I feel like they should be able to keep it up. You know, it's a all-around squad. I'm not sure about how many injuries they have, but, you know, they're solid again this year. Should In the playoffs, hope, you know, later on, hopefully injuries uh, taken away. They should be all good to go. You know, Donovan Mitchell had a lingering ankle injury last year in the playoffs, which, you know, hindered their performance. So they should still be good. And I think that team overall, you know, they're not, the most flashy team. Donovan right. Mitchell is, you know, by far the star of that squad, and he's right. the most flashy player there. Overall, they're just a good squad together. Donovan Mitchell, you know, puts up the points. They're a quiet team. I'd say, you know, not many, you know, characters, I'd say, for that squad. They just, they win, and they win quietly, you know? Yeah, definitely indeed. And Denver, of course, has been up there as well. Them as well. I tell you that that Jokic uh, foul. And they should be better in the second no. half. Once uh, Jamal probably comes back. Oh, absolutely. The They'll be better. Even last year, they still managed to play well without him after his, uh-huh. his ACL tear. Yeah, it's, they're only going to get better because he should be good. You know, obviously he won't play as much. He'll you know get into it slowly. Uh, They'll ACL ease him back is hard in, to right. do, especially you know he's a point starting point guard in the league. He'll he'll you know ginger gingerly move throughout those final games when the playoffs. will definitely need him. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And I mean, again, De- Denver too, but I'll, I'll, I want to focus on that Jokic uh, situation with Markeith Morris. That was a really, really controversial play. Morris apparently checked him in the ribs, and then Jokic went back at him, elbowed him, knocking him down to the ground. Morris was pretty shaken up after that. Oh, yeah. If I got hit by, like, what is he, like 250 or something like that? He's huge, man. I'd, yeah, I'd probably hit the ground pretty hard, he's too. And, he, and Morris is not a small individual either. He's probably he's about 6'8", six, 6'9", at least 200 pounds, and he will hit the ground hard. No, I mean, I mean, it was it, it was crazy in that. Just But if he checked them, you know, if yeah, there was a little fuel in the game, he's you, probably going to hit him. He, he went flying. No, he did. But, you know, you probably... You expected Jokic, you know, to the you know defend himself. He did just he would have just gotten checked. He's gonna say something, right? And he, his first reaction was to send him to the ground. It was a but. really and it it's a really intriguing play because when 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 you watch it in live time, right, in live action, it's just it seems like a normal hit. When you watch the replay, the replay tells tells it really differently. And the replay shows Morris targeting him at the ribs, forcing Jokic to go after Morris and just elbow him to the ground like that. So it's really, it's really intriguing the difference when you watch it in live action and replay. So I mean, it's really, really interesting. But but that whole situation has caused a big storm. Obviously, he 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 got suspended one game for it. Didn't really make a difference. And the next game he came back, he had his 59th career triple double. So. For Jokic, man, he's MVP year coming off. He's still playing fantastic. He's playing great. Denver's still being, you know, they're 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 decent this year. They're not bad, you know, but and they'll still be a top five team in the in the Western Conference for sure. But the fact that you know when, when you look at all of that, it's really intriguing. And the fact that when 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 that star player makes makes a move like that, the face of the franchise represents the franchise like that, gets suspended one game for it, and then comes back and wins the game having a triple-double, 59th career tri- triple-double. That says a lot about Nikolai Jocic and how, how much of a game-changer he is, how much how much of a great player I think he is as well. How he, he's able to overcome adversity and just, again, it, w- it wasn't a good situation, but he's able to overcome that, that adversity and put up a monster game following that suspension. Yeah, he's going to put up numbers all the time. It's just expected at this point. Yeah. Absolutely, indeed. But 17 minutes to go here on the crew. We'll take a break and we'll we'll round out with rapid fire. This is Monday, the Monday crew, a new week, a new crew, a brand new show on WRSU FM New Brunswick, the Monday crew of WRSU. Keep it tuned. We've got ra- ra- rapid fire coming up next. Rapid fire. 15 minutes to go here on the crew. We'll have a bit of an extended rapid fire. Of course, when you hear Billy Joel, you know it's time for those rapid fire stories. Billy Joel, fun fact, from Hicksville, 10 to 15 minutes away from my hometown on Long Island. But, Gideon Fox, you have some stories for us, apparently, sir. Yeah, so there's this one story that came out over the weekend, I believe. Yeah, it came out, oh, before the weekend. Okay. Uh, But it's been constantly being updated because it's a crime story. So the PSG... Um, soccer team, sure. the women's team, oh, the Tanya Paris Saint Germain. Yeah, wow. exactly. The Tanya Harding of, the of Tanya French Harding soccer. Of French soccer. Yeah, I I didn't hear about that. What's that situation? Oh, you're so, gonna love this. Yeah. So am I? There's a new player, and I'm gonna spare the pronunciation of these words because I'm gonna butcher them. But there's a new player signed to the team. Um, her name is Ham Ruel. She's new. Uh, she's a new signing. Um, a little bit younger, okay. but she was gonna take the place of a player on the team, Diallo. Okay. So one day after practice, Diallo offers Hamro a ride in her car. They're driving to Hamro's house when all of a sudden, masked men come out from the, from the dark, pull Hamro out of the car, and beat her with a metal bat. You're kidding. And they focused on hitting her on her legs. It wasn't they didn't they weren't beating her up on her face. They're hitting her legs. Is the other uh, other person a guy or a girl? They're, they're both, both they're both women. They're oh, teammates. Okay. They're teammates oh, okay. on PSG's okay. women's team. Got it. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Wow. So, Just like Tanya Harding back in the day. Exactly, exactly. So Diallo was completely unharmed in, during that incident. She hasn't been arrested. No arrest has been... Oh, she was arrested. Excuse me. Diallo was arrested uh, last Wednesday. Wow. And, you know, they haven't officially linked her to the assault yet, but she's a suspect 
in this assault. Oh, absolutely. I mean, again, due process is due. Absolutely for sure. You can't just judge and, and suspect on the spot. But that is fishy. That's really, really fishy. And it sounds like possibly she could have some type of, you know, factor into that. I would not be surprised. But that is, wow. I did not hear about that. What that was Thursday, Friday, yeah, it was last exactly? week. It was last week. Yeah, the story's been constantly being updated. Okay. Um, she was arrested on Wednesday, last Wednesday. Last Wednesday. Okay. Wow, wow, that's that's a huge story. Wow, that's amazing. Well, not amazing, but it's yeah, no, I know, <laughs> I know that amazing, but amazing to to concept that 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 yeah, that's, that's what I mean by that. The concept that story and realize you yeah, know that, that still happens. No, of course. No, no, it's it's horrible. Don't get me wrong, but it's just you know just just wow, just amazing to concept that in a way that things like this happen a lot with with athletes, but that situation specifically is really fishy and possibly you know related to that player. What getting what what else do you have for us? Well, I mean, that, that was the big thing. I've been so excited to talk about that one just because, like, <laughs> I mean, it, it is the Tanya Harding story. It's, it's yeah, it the is. exact same thing. And Hamrau, apparently, after the investigation, like, by the EMTs that were there, she was uninjured. She decided to sit out of the next game because of injuries that she claimed she sustained in the attack. Really? But, I mean, we'll see what happens with that. It, you know, just kind of just a, a weird, weird it is. out there story. And when and when you think of PSG, you, you think of the men's team. You know, Messi, Neymar, all those folks. But but with with a storyline for that, yeah, this is not the storyline. I mean, you think of them wow. playing soccer. When you hear PSG, you just think of a soccer team going out there and doing their thing. You don't think of this. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's just wow. That's really really shocking. And anything else, Gideon? Yeah, there was a or some MLB. News. I don't watch MLB. Yeah, go ahead. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if you do, Karm, but they, oh, I do. they named the rookies of the years in the past hour. So, Jonathan India from the Cardinals, one for the, uh, from the Reds. Reds. Yes, wow, me. did he, he really? Rookie of the year for the NL, and Randy Elzarena for the from the Rays is AL Rookie of the Year. Wow. Jonathan India is a great player. Look, he's he, he's going to be a pain for my Cardinals for a long time. But he he's a really good player. And Cincinnati folded towards the end. But Jonathan India kept them in as a rookie for a long time. So that's really incredible. And Randy Arozarena, he had a great year, great postseason last year in the shortened year. Probably, probably the main reason why Tampa was in the World Series last year. And the Cardinals traded him too. So these these are this these are players that are are, are either a rivals of the Cardinals or used to play for the Cardinals. So for me it's a lose lose. But um, you know, wow, that's really in- intriguing to say, and really, really, re- really intriguing to hear about that. that. That's really awesome, really awesome to see for those guys and two players that are changing the game in both, you know, respective leagues. L- let me ask you quickly, you know, if you if you both follow do, do do follow baseball quickly, where do you think you know guys like Carlos Correa and some of those folks do end up since they're free agents? I don't really watch it. Maybe Giddy does a little bit. Uh, usually McCoy is no? the okay. resident Yankees McCoy's fan. McCoy's the guy. But I, I believe one time he might he might have said Correa to the Yankees. Yeah, that's but they they've been saying that a lot. That's been a big rumor. That's what I've heard too. Well, he's he's not staying in Houston. I don't think. That's a big rumor. I could see the Rays. Maybe I could see the White Sox. I could see Detroit. I don't know. We'll see where where, where it happens. Can pay him, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, the Yankees can pay then the Yankees. Him. There you go. No, Trevor's no, no. Pay, I Trevor could pay a free agent that's just gonna no. Of course. Well. Hit a couple bombs and then strike out. I know a team just for you. <laughs> yeah, just for you, the Yankees. They're Actually, they're the favorites. They're definitely the favorites. But to spice up the conversation, I don't know. I really don't know. We will see where he goes. But it's really you know intriguing to see how how all that plays out. And again, baseball was a quick year, like always. Atlanta shocked the world without Ronald Acuna Jr. to win the World Series, took down the Astros, took down Correa and the Astros in six games. He's definitely leaving Houston. It's just where where he will go will be really intriguing. But Freddie Freeman will definitely stay with the Braves. Freddie Freeman, been there for a long time, 12 years, oh, World, they World Series keep champion. Him. He'll stay. Huh? They got to keep him. No. Nah. He's been the he's been the fa- the face of the franchise. Yeah, and he's, they win the championship. You got to keep the guy. Absolutely, and again, again, he's been the face of the franchise. The first baseman there for a long time. He's been through the ups, the downs. He's there for a World Series championship now. That 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 Atlanta team is a heck of a story. It really is because they 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 lose Acuna, 
towards the towards August. They're a game under 500, and and even though they look like they're done for the year, there's no chance they'll, they'll make the playoffs. They make trades for Eddie Rosario, Jock Peterson, bring in these great you know utility pieces, as, especially in the outfield. Adam Duvall, another one, and they literally retool their offense in a matter of three four months, and they win that week. NLE's division, weak division, but they still win it pretty handedly. They go on to the World Series. They 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 beat the Dodgers to get there in in the championship series, and of course they beat Houston. They beat the Astros in six games in Houston in uh you know the World Series, and it's really it's 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 a heck of a story. It really is, and again, kudos to to the Braves for a great year. But we still have seven minutes, Gideon. Any other stories, possibly? Yeah, I mean. Somewhat MLB news now, kind of NBA news. Carm, you brought it up a little bit during our break, but uh-huh. the Timberwolves find a rod. Yes, that, that a rod, the a rod you're thinking of. Yeah, half a million dollars for reportedly holding an event near his house in Miami over the off season. Wow, you know now he's a part of one of the partial owners he's, of, yeah, that, of owner. that franchise. Um, he's still a minority order owner, but still certainly an owner of that team. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I. I've been ever since you mentioned that I've been looking. So I've been looking around, and it's not that he just like hosted them at his Miami house. It's that he hosted them for a work, allegedly hosted them for a workout. Wow. Um, and per NBA rules, according to a Yahoo article, per NBA rules, teams cannot organize or pay for offseason practice or workout sessions outside their market. So outside Minnesota, Minnesota, it's the right. Minnesota Timberwolves <clears throat> in Miami, completely different states. Wow, wow, that's huge. That that came out when. That that article came out when that that article was published at four thirty this afternoon. Wow. Okay. So it's, so it's a recent story, but still, wow, that is crazy. And according to Woj, um, the team had a dinner with him and another minority ownership partner, and that was at the and the issue with that was that the team was hosted like, at his house, which is out of market. And they had the holding at his house. So uh-huh. yeah, I mean, you know, we you hear a lot about NBA players or NBA teams, excuse me, and NBA players. Um, yeah. We hear a lot about athletes. Now becoming partial owners of yep. different sports teams and Patrick Mahomes owns 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 part of the Royals. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I mean that is, that's in market. That'd be an interesting situation right. if this worked out. If that was an M- you know NBA team and that worked out, yeah, it'd be an interesting situation there. But yeah, I mean just unusual news. Really? Hmm. I mean, yeah, it's really. I mean, it was it was a bit shocking to find out. And I mean, again, we knew a Rod as the, of course a Rod, but. Being this owner for the Timberwolves, sure, he's a newly owner. I get that, but whether it's same sport or not, Derek Jeter's an, an own, partial own, o- owner for the Marlins. Yeah, but he, yeah, he retired though. It's not like the guys no, like Patrick Mahomes. No, no, I get it. Sa- different sport, but my point is, is that you're close with Derek Jeter. Obviously, wouldn't you think Derek Jeter would 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 give you some pointers beforehand? Or give you you know some uh, some some utility possibly beforehand before actually becoming that official part time owner. Again, I'm not shutting a rod for it, but as an owner, especially a new owner, you would think that you know you'd be briefed or you would learn about that pretty quickly or, or early on about what to do and what not to do as an owner of an NBA franchise. Yeah, you would think, but I mean, I feel like you know they're somewhat trusted. These guys are. Very reputable. Right. I mean, A Rod, you could say his reputation is a little tarnished. Um, but a guy like Derek Jeter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just. What, so originally, Alex, when you mentioned this story, I had to look up why it was bad, like why why he was fined by the team. Because uh-huh. you know, if it's you know, now I understand after reading all those articles. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, just a little weird. I, I didn't at first. I didn't understand why it was like that. Hmm. Like you know why he was fined for right hosting that, but. Yeah, I mean some other news from the NHL. Um, the Devils were supposed to go to Ottawa last um, tomorrow to play the Ottawa Senators, uh-huh. but the NHL postpones the Ottawa Senators' next three games because of a COVID, COVID outbreak. Who, yeah, who oh, has COVID God. for them? Um, have Have they said? I don't think they've said yet. I'm looking around now. What I heard is that it's, it's a pretty big outbreak. Really? From what I've heard, it's enough to cancel three games. Oh my golly! Um, so how many days does that span? That three games. So it's tomorrow, which is Tuesday, against the Devils. Thursday against Nashville, and then back. Or all those games are in Ottawa, so it's Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Oh, who's that Saturday game versus the Rangers? Okay, wow. Um, currently, it's ten players days. are in NHL's COVID nineteen protocol. Ten. Wow, jeez, dude. That's How crazy. many players are on our roster? Twenty two is who oh suits up on a regular night. Yep, and forty at least as a whole. 
at least 40. About, right, I mean, between about. your te- the NHL and the AHL. No, no, of course. Yeah, 40 no, of guys at your disposal. But still, that that's huge news. That's huge. And look, COVID affected the Devils last year. Oh, my it, God. Oh, yeah, it was bad. It was bad oh my for the God. Devils, And they man. looked so good. They were they beating did. the Boston Bruins, like, night after night yep. after night. The Flyers, I think, were hit pretty hard with COVID, too, last spring. I yeah, think, yeah. I think they were. But oh, the devil, that was, oh, yeah. I mean, look, everyone was okay after that, but Jack Hughes was, like, laid up in bed for a while. Yeah, I heard. Um, I mean, granted now, he has another injury that's been keeping him down. <laughs> but, I mean, look, I'm excited to watch. You know, obviously, you know, thoughts and prayers to everybody on the Senators. I was just so excited to watch the Devils again. They're finally fun to watch. No, absolutely. It's great. It's absolutely awesome. And, yeah, I mean, those COVID outbreaks are something for any team. But for hockey especially, especially those long stretches and stretches where, you know, you have game after game, travel after travel possibly – or you know certain situations like that, it's 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 another tough situation of teams handling with COVID even past you know the uh, no vaccine. And look, the the vaccine has been great. The vaccine's been awesome. But the fact that you know you still have these COVID outbreaks, it's probably not as bad because of the you know the vaccine. It's 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 still an issue. Health wise, and you know, no, no, yeah. of of course. But the fact that you know this will probably be a continuing trend. We'll just have to deal with it, you know what I mean? And just, you know, live life with it. Same thing with the NBA. The, Joel Embiid tested positive recently for the Sixers. He was out for a while. He came back, I think. But he's been out for a while. He was in, you know, uh, in uh, in uh, protocol. And the fact that you still have positive cases in a whole bunch of sports, football too a lot, you see it too especially. But, you know, that that's the, uh, the, the way of the game now. And I guess we'll just have to pass along with it. COVID is still happening, but the vaccine does help. That is true. But with that, I think we'll say goodnight, gentlemen. A new week has begun. A new crew week has begun. And the Monday crew says so long for now. That's uh, Gideon Fox, Christian Vasquez. They were with me. I'm Alice Carbonati. And that is all she wrote for the Monday edition of the crew on WRSU FM New Brunswick. Keep it tuned because we got further programming. Scott Einhorn has a great show for you coming up at at 8 o'clock as this has been the Monday crew of WRSU on WRSU FM New Brunswick.